get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Giving you the picture, the real big St. Louis sports picture. It's BK and Ferrario, live from the Car Shield Studio on 101 ESPN. Time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. 65780 is the Air Comfort Service tax line. We'll get into a big game of better to forget it coming up here in just about 10 minutes or so. But right now, happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by Blues Insider for 101 ESPN and The Athletic. He is Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on the show. JR, what's going on, man? Not too much, boys. How you guys doing? Doing fantastic. So we are officially down to what the Blues roster will be to start out the 2021 season. What caught your attention? What was most interesting to you in terms of the decisions that were made, Jr.? Yeah, how about that? Finally there. Yeah, this is great. Hmm. Uh, it, you know, uh, I, I was looking back at my lineup projection from about a week before uh, they finally uh, released the the, the roster. And, you know, just a few things, you know, I really thought Dakota Joshua would make this team and listening to Craig Burby, he said that uh, that was a very, very tough decision. Um, You know, I did mention that uh, I thought Jake neighbors would make this team. I thought, in fact, maybe he'd play a role on a top line and perhaps he does, but it looks like uh, this weekend he's going to start out on that fourth line. Uh, And then James Neal, obviously a big story in camp, you know, he was competing and I think that he, he eventually he showed enough and I think he's a good addition to this team. So, you know, those are some of the things early on Scott Brunovich, you thought he might uh, have a chance to make this team, but I thought Jake Wallman came on pretty strong lately. And I, and I feel like the blues looked at their defense as kind of being set and they wanted Scott Brunovich to get some, some games in the minor league. So all in all, I think it's about what we thought it would look like with just a few exceptions. Jared, the one that, that still kind of confuses me is Clem Costin because I just don't see an established role for him because, you know, Jake Neighbors reportedly is starting the game on Saturday against Colorado on the fourth line. You'll have Kyle Clifford as a healthy scratch. And then there's Clem Costin. I mean, where do you see kind of his role with this team? Yeah, it's a good point, and it's a really good question, Alex. So one thing I'll say, and I'm kind of kicking myself here, is you know, even though he didn't play uh, in the postseason last year when he got over here from Russia, you know, kind of the scuttlebutt around the team was that he was going to have a spot on this roster. Like they needed to see what Clint Costin could give them. And even though I don't think he showed enough in camp, look, he, he got beat out. He's not in the lineup this Saturday over a 19-year-old, Jake Neighbors. And so, you know, that kind of tells you, uh, that he didn't necessarily wow people in camp. But I think at some point, and, and this is where I think you look at the Clint Costin situation, they have to have him here. And he's not going to be in the lineup right away. You know, maybe game three, maybe game four, we'll see. Uh, Craig Burby said he is going to play. But at some point, you're just going to have to put him out there for a few games in a row and, and see what he does. So to me, if you send him to the minor leagues, which maybe you needed to do here with the camp that he had, you know, maybe he says, look, uh, this isn't working out for me. I'm going to go back to uh, Russia. So I think it's worth saying, hey, look, you're on the team. We're going to give you a chance. Let's see what you can do. 
We're talking to Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic here on 101 ESPN. JR, earlier today, we talked a little bit about James Neal and what he's going to bring. And I, I love the signing for a million different reasons. But the thing that stood out to me maybe most of late is the way that some of the players and then Craig Berube as well are talking about Neal's impact within the locker room. What have you made of what kind of an impact he can have, obviously on the ice, but we've talked a little bit about that. What kind of a guy he could potentially be for this team in the locker room? Well, it, I think that when you look at James Neal, he's been on a lot of teams. What is it, five in the last six or seven years? So he's definitely had to go into these locker rooms and acclimate himself and kind of be one of the guys. And I think he's he's obviously done that. It's really tough for us to have a good feel for what he means to the locker room just because we have not been in the locker room. Like Alex knows this, you know, pre-COVID, you could go in there and you could see the banter back and forth. You could see who's ripping on who and who's kind of the leader and who laughs and, you know, who's the ringleader with all this stuff. It's tough to see when we're not in the locker room. But just listening to every Blues player who's come on the Zoom interviews here in the past couple of weeks, they've mentioned the locker room and the impact he's had there. So I think you have your kind of straight-laced guys, if you want to call them that, you know, like a, a Ryan O'Reilly, uh, Braden Shen. And that's not to say that they don't have fun, but I think those are some of the, the serious guys. I think what this team has missed is, is kind of a, a fun guy. You know, Pat Maroon leaves, uh, you know, others the past couple of years. So I think James Neal, again, you know, being up front that I don't know specifically what kind of impact he's having. You got to believe that a guy who's been around and a guy who's kind of had a fun reputation over the years, his years in the league uh, is kind of bringing that to the blues locker room. Well, and the thing about James Neal too, JR is, and we talked about this on post game this past Friday. Um, it's the fact that he provides something that the blues just didn't have last year. And it was people who went to the front of the net. I, I told BK and T-bone yesterday, like we spent all of last year in that postseason series against Colorado, talking about how Colorado, those guys stood in front of Bennington and no blues players went in front of their goaltender. Can you see Neil making an impact, not just in his game in that direction, but also the other guys on the ice with him of like, Oh, Hey, Neil's doing this. Let's start doing this a little bit more. Yeah. A lot of times when you get a couple guys who do that, whether it's a, a Neil or a Buchnevich or a sod, it's kind of contagious, uh, but you definitely need a couple guys doing it. Uh, because as you mentioned last year in the playoffs, that was so glaring. My thing, and this isn't to sound like Mr. Skeptical, but let's continue to see that into November, December, January with James Neal. Not saying that he's just trying to put on a show for training camp, but he was trying to earn a job. But, but let's, let's think about it. You know, it, it's a difficult job to go to the front of the net you know, for six, seven, eight months of the season. He's made the team. Is he willing to do that? You would think so. That's what we saw during training camp. If he wants to stay in the lineup, if he wants to stay on the roster, you know, when guys like Sunquist come back, you know, then he needs to keep that up. Um, but, you know, James Neal's moved around a lot, you know, and I've heard from different writers the past couple weeks. You know, he's a guy who he doesn't show up every night necessarily, or, or maybe he's a guy who doesn't give it his all all the time. I think we've seen a really good glimpse of James Neal the past three or four weeks, and I just want to see a player who's been given this opportunity to take that and continue to provide what the Blues need. JR, you mentioned skepticism, and this is a time of year for excitement. Fans are very excited about this year's Blues, and they have every reason to be. This forward unit in particular looks like it's as deep as it's been in, in at least a couple of years now. If there's anything you're skeptical of, though, going into the year, what is it? And going into night one, what is the thing that you're going to be watching and being like, ah, I don't know about that. Let's see how this ends up going for him. Yeah, I think when you look at, uh, you know, players, units, groups, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of focus on the defense. And, you know, I wouldn't label 
me looking at the defense as skepticism, uh, but I would say curiosity. Like, uh, I think you feel pretty good about the forward group and, and the depth. Look, when I did the scoring projections for every Blues player a couple days ago, um, I didn't have a 30-goal scorer. I had a lot, what was it, six or seven 20-goal scorers. Yeah. And I think, that's, I think that's good for the team. I really do think that all those guys that I listed were capable of, of hitting 24, 25, 28 goals. I think it's possible. So I'm not worried about the forward group. You know, I'm not really worried about uh, Jordan Bennington. I know some people down on him the past couple of years, but I still think he's, he's a quality goalie. I think he's top 10 in the league. Um, and, and you look at the backup situation, you know, that's a big issue, I think, but only if it becomes a big issue with an injury to Bennington or poor play. But so to me, it, it's the defense. You, you have some good players there with Krug and Falk and a healthy Pareko and a Scandella. And now you've got, you know, Mikola coming up and Perinovich coming up, but they struggled last year. Uh, and that, that, that group, a lot of those guys are back. And so to me, you know, clearing the front of the net, getting the puck out of the zone, helping out Jordan Bennington. To me, uh, most of the, my focus heading into the season, curiosity is on that defensive group. JR, I always tell you that you were a, uh, a genius when it comes to hockey, and even more so by what you just said there of Bennington being a top 10 goaltender. Uh, because we had this conversation yesterday. It was in the athletic that had Bennington, I think it was ranked 12th or 13th among goalies in the NHL. And it was really taken back by that. And I understand he had a bad season last year, and bubble play, he was not great. He was not the guy in 18 19. But I, I'm just I'm really surprised at how many people have dropped Bennington down on the list because he's still a guy that won 30 goals before the bubble started. Won 30 games. Or 30 games, sorry. Be impressive he can score 30 goals. If he scored 30 right. goals, that'd be a hell of a year <laughs> if for him. he's the first 30 goal scorer, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you got to take that guy. That's uh, that's like uh, Otani, right, in, uh, in uh, Anaheim. He's doing it all. My God, that'd be um, awesome. <laughs> well, first of all, that's the first thing that's ever been written about the Blues at the Athletic that's wrong. No, true. I'm joking. Very true. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, with uh, Jordan Bennington, look, I think, you know, when you watch the league and you know who the, the stars are in terms of the goaltenders at Vasilevsky, Andre Fleury, you know, everybody, I think, looks at Bennington and says, flash in the pan, and we really haven't seen or heard much about him since the Stanley Cup run. And, and, and I do think, you know, he hasn't been up to snuff for for portions of uh, these past couple seasons and, and the playoffs two years ago in particular. But to me, when you look at the numbers and I've crunched them, he's still among the top five in the regular season in some of these major categories for the goalies. And so to me, that's why I kind of say, you know, stretch it out a little bit and, and say top 10. I still think he's a guy who, you know, if I get an important game, uh, I get have no problem starting him. But he's going to be going through his first full season, guys. Isn't that pretty uh, amazing to think of when you think of <laughs> – Jordan Bennington. So he does still, I think, have to, to show it a little more and be more consistent. And, you know, Craig Bruby says, you know, find his mojo and play with it. He has to have that. That's what makes Jordan Bennington who he is. But, hey, look at the goalies around the league and, you know, tell me uh, that there's 15 or 20 better than Jordan Bennington, and, you know, I'm just not going to buy it. Amen, brother. He's Jeremy Rutherford joining us here on 101 ESPN. JR, people can find your work over at The Athletic. Follow you on Twitter, at J.P. Rutherford. Hockey season is officially here. If I'm not... The NHL season technically tonight. starts tonight, right? Yeah, on ESPN. Tonight, yeah. Why do the Blues not play till Saturday? Yeah, how about that? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a cork here at the start of the season, but uh, they're enjoying it. We just hung up uh, with Craig Bruby and the players on the Zoom. They're up in Vail. 
pretty high up there, getting ready for that altitude Saturday against Denver. So I'm not going to mind these extra couple days to prepare for the season, but I know everybody's excited about Saturday. Well, Jared, we can't wait to read your work over at The Athletic. Looking forward to talking everything over with you each and every Tuesday here on BK and Ferrario. Enjoy the, the next couple of days off, and we'll talk to you again soon, man. All right, thanks. Have a good day. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Get early access to Macy's Black Friday specials on gifts they'll love at prices you will too. Now, while supplies last, like 65% off dazzling Effie fine jewelry, 60 to 65% off coats and jackets for the entire family, and 60% off holiday decor, hosting essentials, and so much more. Plus, download the free app for more Black Friday deals at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.